What's going on, Anchor Man? It's your boy Jimmy B, and uh, this is the Get It Off My Chest podcast. So I'm gonna be doing on here is uh, basically periodically when I feel like I got a lot on my mind because I'm somewhat of an overthinker, I'm just gonna come on here and uh, get it off my chest. So with that being said, in today's edition, well, this morning's edition, the Get It Off My Chest. Got a lot going on for real in my life and um, a lot of trials, tribulations and stuff like that that's just really been mind-boggling for real, really sitting on my brain. Like, I don't even really know why things happen to me the way they do, but they just do. It's weird. And I'm going to start really coming to Anchor just to really vent a little bit, rant little bit sometimes talk my shit a little bit and just you know be free you know i really don't have a lot of people to talk to so anchor is going to be the place i come to you know voice my opinion and get my emotions and my thoughts off whether they like love hate it or imitate it. i don't even care but anyways in today's edition this morning editions of get it off my chest i got a problem y'all and my problem is, why do people expect something from you that they never give to you? Number one. Number two, why do people think that they can use manipulation as a form of control? Mainly, I'm speaking of, like, everybody. And then, why do people, like, no matter how much you're going through in life or what type of trials and tribulations you have and you go through, to me, it seems like people don't even care, which is weird because people normally, like normal, like how things should be, you know, if you're going through something, you're supposed to have a support system, a backbone, just people that's there for you, riding with you and got your back in your best interest at hand, whether it works for them or it doesn't. And, like, in my life, if I feel like uh, I'm more of a beneficiary to a lot of people. Like, I can benefit people in a lot of different ways. And I can do a lot of different things to help people better themselves or get them through their tough times. But when it's time for me to, to have to buckle down and go through tough times, I don't feel like people really be there for me. I'll be there for them. Like... I could tell a person, like, I, it used to be an old saying, and my granddad used to tell me, say, take my yeses as you take my noes. I'm the type of person, like, I will probably go to the end of the earth for a person. I would drive across the globe for a person. I would bend over backwards for a person. I would give somebody probably, like, my last dollar. Like, if I love you that much or you're my family member, I probably would give you my last. I probably would extend over my limit. Like, you know, I would reach far over the... The, the, the cliff just to try to save you and you know that one time where I be like I can't do it or no or not this time maybe later I always get a rebuttal or some type of ill feeling from somebody like it really baffles me and it has me confused like why do people why can't people accept the yeses and accept the noes like do I have to be a person that always says no and then say yes sometimes? So people won't expect me to say yeah or expect me to, as far as like if I deal with every situation to handle it and let it happen and then just take care of it like that instead of just not dealing with the situation all the time and to only deal with it sometimes? Like, what do a person really have to do to change that, like, that way of thinking that people have on you? Like, like, for instance, I had a family member. Like, okay, I'm going through some times right now. Not tough times, no money issues or things like that. But, you know, uh, I had to do some traveling this week. I had to drive six hours to Kentucky. And, um, like, I'm not rich or anything like that. I work a regular job. It pays good and I get good hours. But, you know, it's not like I'm, uh, you know, making extraordinary money to where money is no issue for me you know like a month i'm thinking about it how i can get another dollar every day and stuff like that so you know i'm most definitely focused on trying to get the bag and secure the bag and make sure 
you know, I don't live check to check and I don't be broke. And I can always have a dollar in my pocket, $20. Like, you know, I got a son and things like that. So it's like, I can never really go dead broke. Like, I can't be dead yoke out here. But I end up having to take a trip. You know, I took off from work for a week and you know, I wasn't paid or anything like that. I don't have any more vacation time, but my bosses gave me the week off to take care of some of like my legal issues I had going on in Kentucky. So, um, <clears throat> one of my issues that that's coming on this trip, like um, a family member of mine, well, yesterday, okay, since I'm down here in Kentucky and I'm not working, I picked up a couple hours. So, like, you know, I picked up like three days of work. Okay, I made here Sunday and I picked up like three days, you know. I'm leaving Friday to go back to Milwaukee. So I won't be here long, but, you know, just having to drive and then having to buy a hotel for the whole week, basically. Uh, I mean, if you just add it up, you know, it was a couple hundred dollars, you know, 500, 600 max, you know, just here and back there, you know, coming here, staying here, eating gas, all that, and then going back, you know, about five, 600 maybe. I haven't really calculated all of the expenses. You know, I've been getting discounts on room here and there, but you know, it's still costs, living costs, eating costs, everything costs when money matters. You know what I mean? If money wasn't an issue, I really wouldn't care. So, you know, I had a family member of mine. Well, let's start off by Tuesday. Okay, so Tuesday was the first day I actually worked. It's actually the Kentucky Derby. So I'm just doing some security at the Kentucky Derby and things like that. So I get off work. And the Kentucky Derby is held at Churchill Downs. So Churchill Downs and the Kentucky Derby is, if you don't know about the Kentucky Derby, the Kentucky Derby is like the Super Bowl of horse racing, which means, you know, it's like if you go to Churchill Downs where the Kentucky Derby is held, it's like a football stadium. It could be the uh, Lambeau Field or, you know, uh, Chicago Bears Stadium or you know anything like a Brewer State of Baseball game so you could just imagine like how their stadium is how big the parking lot is so this is kind of funny and embarrassing at the same time but it is what it is um, so you know I didn't really want to pick up any hours but I'm like I need to pick up some hours so I can make some money back I don't want to just be like I'm like uh, I don't want to just be out here spending all this money and can't make none of it back because then I'm be looking at myself like, damn, once I get back, like, damn, I spent too much money. I'm be on the money crunch. I'm be on a budget. I can't really do what I want to do or spend what I want to spend, you know. So it's going, you know, it had me like, dang, I got to do something. I don't want to just sit down all week and leave Friday. I feel like I haven't really did anything, laying, lounging in the hotel room, wasting time, you know, probably just wasting money on food and drinks and stuff like that. You know, so I was just, I'm, all, I'm just an active person. I always want to do something to stay busy and, at this point, I want to keep some type of income coming in. But Tuesday, I go to Church of Downs. I'm doing some security. And um, so I get off work. And they like their parking lot is sectioned off in colors. And me, I thought they told me in the morning time to park in the yellow lot. It was like yellow-orange. So I'm thinking I parked in the orange lot. So I get off work and I walk to the orange lot. I walk up and down the lot for at least a good 15, 20 minutes looking for my car. So you ever seen that movie, Dude, Where's My Car? That's what I, what I was feeling like, dude, where the fuck is my car? <laughs> I could not find my car for the life of me. And I literally called family members, uh, friends. A couple friends didn't even answer call my mom she didn't answer my dad he was at work he didn't answer he coming back later i even called my sister she answered like she didn't answer but she called me back but i ended up going to security i set up security like man i can't find my car somebody stole my car they looking like listen guy uh there somebody stole your car that is unlikely we never had a case of somebody stealing the car and i'm like why would they steal my car out of churchill downs like this is like I, they stole it out of here can't be possible so I'm like in panic mode. I'm thinking it's in this lot, but it's not. I'm in panic mode. I'm just checking my head cut off. And then I seen another guy that I was working with. He couldn't find his car either. 
So we like, two stolen cars? Fuck no, this can't be right. Like, something is up with this. So, you know what I'm saying? We both panicking. Like, where the fuck is our cars? He on the phone. And he's actually a Louisville native. So he's like, if I see my car, whoop de whoop de whoop. Whoever I see it and I'm shooting it up, they did. Oh, my dead cousin. He calling his mom. He calling everybody. And me, I'm sitting there panicking really because I'm not from Louisville. And I came down here with, like, a lot of my stuff. Uh, um, like, I packed a big bag of, like, a lot of clothes and stuff like that. So I was like, damn, I lost my car. I lost my clothes. I lost all this. Only thing I was really happy about, I had my credit card. I had my wallet on me. So I had all my money, my credit card, my ID, I had it all on me. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I got my car. But I'm like, damn, my, my phone's on 7%. But damn, I got my phone. Cool, I can go at least go buy a charger and... Fuck it, go to the Greyhound and wait there until, you know, whenever the bus comes out. That's the only light part about it. But the security guard, like, I had, I was, like, we was harassing him, basically, like, where's the cars? We don't know. Ooh, we was out in the parking lot. And, um, and this is how I know, like, I don't, like, I got support from people, but I really don't. You know, like, people love me and all that, but at the end of the day, I'm on my own. Uh, I call my dad. He's like, just let me know. Can you post it? But then I call my sister. And she's like, I, like she got two cars. She got a 2020 Nissan Rogue truck. And then she got an old, like, Ford. Uh, I don't want I don't even know. I can't even say the Ford Fusion. And um, the car isn't a good car at all. But anyway, so, like, I'm trying to plan three steps ahead. Like, damn, my car go. I got to get on the bus and go back. But I know I got to buy a car as soon as I get back because I can't be carless. And I call her, and I'm like, damn, sis, my fucking car's gone with you. She's, the first, like I told her, like, I'm stranded, my car gone. I don't know what I'm going to do. All my stuff is in there. Like, I got to start all over. First thing she do is laughs. Me, I look at her, I said, bitch, that shit is not funny. How could you laugh at me when you, when I'm literally, I'm like, I'm dead serious. Like, this is code red. Like, this is I'm, ex- I'm like in my feelings for real because like I felt like I was helpless at that point like damn what do, can I do next like which way to go I'm looking at bus tickets and everything and the next bus don't lead to 10 hours later it's like I was going through it emotionally in my head I, I was thinking of a million different scenarios and a million different things I could do like I said I'm an overthinker and stuff so I just was like really just trying to trying to debate and on my next move. When I call her, she's laughed at first and she like, damn, that's fucked up, bro. And long story short about this, I asked her, I'm like, this must be my bad karma. Like, did somebody put a voodoo hex on me or something? She's like, I don't know, maybe, yeah, you, you know, you do be fucking up sometimes and you do be doing too much and da 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 Basically telling me I got bad karma and that's why my car got took like that's why I deserve to be stranded like I don't care what nobody do like unless you is a rapist a pedophile a mass murderer or something extreme to that nature then I can say you deserve a little bit of karma but if you just like you know I mean don't agree with people a little cheat here and there or you know uh, that's my biggest problem. Like, I'm not really a. Mm, that's her biggest problem with me. Like, I'm not really. Like, I'm not a relationship person. Like, I'm not even in a relationship. But if I'm not in a relationship. I'm, even if sometimes when I am, I may step out a little bit. And I think that's her biggest problem with me. And that's a story for another podcast. Or, you know, a later story in this podcast. When I continue talking, then I get to that. With her issue with me. But, uh, so I asked her, I'm like, sister, I need to buy your other car. I need that car, wooty wooty woo. And the first thing she said, yeah, well, I just put it on Craigslist for 1800 So you got to give me 1800 or I can't sell it to you. I need the money. So I didn't want to be inconsiderate of her need at that point in time. But it's like, damn, I'm your little brother, first of all. I know your car having issues. I know cars good enough to know that your car is not worth no 1800 fucking dollars like spare me of the you know other bullshit like say that shit for somebody else like i could i can really name like like that old car she had i'm going to name it the old car she had i see the driver door doesn't work you literally have to reach around the back door to open it 
the window doesn't even work in the driver's side. The bumper is messed up. And then on top of that, she's like, well, just give me, what'd you say? She said, well, you can give, give me 15 for it. And, but you're gonna still have to get the brakes fixed. So on top of all that bullshit, her brakes is bad. So if I buy a car for 18, I'm basically spent an older car. I'm gonna have to put another seven in it just to get it fixed and then running right correctly. So it's like, damn, sis, you know all this shit wrong with your car. You're not even going to sell it for 1800 on Craigslist once the person knows all the issues that's wrong with this car. They're not going to buy it, but you want to charge me for it. So I said, so I basically was trying to buy it, and I was trying to talk her down, and she wouldn't. And I'm like, well, let me give you this now so I don't really, you know, break myself. And she really wasn't. She's like, well, you can give me this, and then just keep paying me every week, and whoop 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 And I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. You're going to beat my head like that on the price with it all right cool say less i'll call you back or whatever and um the security we was talking to he he's like he's gonna drive around try to find our cars and about 15 minutes later this guy pulls up and he says i see your car in a lot i see it he said name the make and model of my car and he named and make a model of the other guy's car he said it's in a teal lot he said you parked in the orange lot but you parked in a teal lot and the teal lot was at least like the next parking lot over. But I'm thinking, as I'm walking, I'm like, I couldn't have walked this far. Like when I left in the morning, I'm like, I didn't walk that far, so I didn't think to keep going. And I didn't even know it was a parking lot because this is actually my first time at the Kentucky Derby. So I'm like, I didn't. I, I'm like, I couldn't have walked that far. I don't even remember walking that far. I probably was rushing to get to work, so I don't really remember walking that far. So it's like, but he pulls up, and I see my car. As soon as I get out, I jump on my car. I'm basically humping the hood of my car, and everybody was looking at me like, this fucking guy is retarded, but I didn't even give a fuck, because I was just happy to have my damn car back, to be honest. Like, I was ecstatic. Like, I was like, damn, yes, I'm not. Like, yes, God God got me. You know what I'm saying? Like, God really got me, because, oh, I could have been out here bad. Like, but so I was just so happy at that point. And, um, yeah, so found my car. I'm happy I kissed my baby, and I got in. Turn my car on, boom. Everything is everything with the car. So that, like, really, like, my day was good, but that made my day great because it was, like, it, it was good. Then it went all the way to tragic, and then it went back up to good again. So I'm like, yes. It went to great, awesome. Actually, I was too happy. I was, like, I was ecstatic. And um, so I ended up, um, so I called my sister back. I'm like, they say found my car. Yeah, whoop dee doo I was so happy. I'm like, I'm talking my shit. Like, yeah, ain't no bad karma, karma ain't on me. whoop dee the woo da 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 She like, she was, and this is how I know people really don't got your best interest in. Like, because when I told her my car was gone, she had more energy. Like, she was more happy. But as soon as I told her that my, I found it, all, she didn't laugh and say, good, brother, I'm happy you found your car, or nothing like that, you know? She didn't laugh then. It was more like, a, like you know, oh, okay. And then, first thing she asked me, well, can I still borrow $100? What? Are you serious? <laughs> like, dude, you was basically just saying, you know, you was trying to, you know, you had no remorse for me when I didn't have my car. And then I asked him, like, if I go to them ground, what you gonna give me from Chicago? Oh, no, you know I ain't going to do that. I ain't gonna do, like, wasn't giving me no remorse, showing me no love at all. But then soon as, you know, okay, now I'm good. Because I really don't need a person for nothing. Like, I could have just rolled the Greyhound from Kentucky to fucking Milwaukee. And not, I done took a million Greyhound trips in my life, so it's not like it would have made a difference to take a, wait another another three hours out on a fucking Greyhound trip. I was just really testing her to see what she gonna say, like to see where her loyalty lie, if it was with me or it was somewhere else. But she kind of got ill feelings to me because of another situation, which I may get into in this one, or I may not, I may touch into it a little bit, but that's the situation, it's a situation all in itself. I think I may need a whole 30 minute podcast just for that alone, probably an hour, I don't know. I'm gonna need a, that's like, I'm gonna have to make a part one, part two, part three about that, about that, that Pacific, situation like specific not specific specific situation yeah i'm gonna have to make a whole probably series on that because it's hella crazy 
And that's another thing that's going to be going on as well. Like, I'm going to be talking about a lot of uh, random thoughts for real, relationship problems that I have, past, present, and future. Probably not past so much, but present more so. Just things I go through. Like, you know, when I go through my day-to-day problems, I'm going to come here and just, like I say, what's on my mind? Like, I'm just going to speak it and um, get it off my chest, for real. Get it off my chest and just, you know, randomly, though. Like, it's not going to be every day. I don't have a schedule. I'm just going to randomly come on here and rant and go on and on and on about random shit. But anyways, yeah, so she asked me for the $100. And um, I'm like, damn, what? Because she know, like, when I get paid and stuff like that. So she know I was like, it's Tuesday, so she know I'm getting paid soon. Like, I should be paid. She know my pay week, my pay schedule. Like, I get paid every week, so she knows the day and all that shit. So she, like... Like, basically clocking my pocket, like, pocket checking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she know I got money, so she really trying to, she want to get something because she don't got money. Like, I got money. So it's like, she watching me trying to fit. Like, when she needs something, that's when she, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you get paid this day. Let me do this and let me do that for you. whoop de whoop let me get this from you. Can you do this for me? But it's like, when she asked for the $100 for her phone bill, the first thing I thought in my head was, first of all, you just tried to... You had no remorse for me when I was just stranded, when I felt like I was stranded. I didn't know for real. Like, I really thought my car was going. Secondly, you ask for money when you know that I'm in Kentucky. Like, I don't got nobody, no sponsors. I don't got nobody giving me any money. So whatever I do, it's kind of my pocket, you know? So, like, nobody's nobody gave me no money to do anything. So the way I got here is off my back and my sweat and my hard work and the way I'm staying here and can be in the hotel every single day and to eat every single day and to go to that job and just get a couple extra dollars is out of my pocket. So it's like, damn, you know where I'm at and what I'm trying to take care of. And you know that this shit is not cheap. To me, shit ain't nothing cheap. It's only, I'm a cheap guy, I don't like to spend money. So any dollar is too much for me. I don't even wanna spend this shit. I'm trying to cut every corner to save money. That's all I'm trying to do, save money every day so I can keep more money in my pocket. And it's like, damn. So I'm like, when's your phone bill due? I was doing the 31st. So why do I gotta pay your phone? Why you ask me for money? I gotta give you money on the 27th. The 20, the 26th, the 27th. You want the money right now. I said, well, can you at least wait until I make a, get paid from the other job, make a couple extra dollars? Can I say, call me on the 31st. Your phone bill doing the 31st. Call me on the 31st then. And then maybe I'll think about it. I'll consider it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I might will do it. My sister, you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how, like, I'm not the type of person. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you treat me like this, so I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, try to get you back and do this. Or so I'm still, like, that's my problem. I'm too nice. Like, you can do me wrong, and I'm going to still love you, and I still do for you at the end of the day. Like, I may voice my opinion, which people don't like either. I don't know. I'm a brutally honest person, but I, sometimes, like, I'm so brutally honest. And I'm so, I mean, I don't know, nonchalant about certain shit. It's like, a lot of times, I, I'm nonchalant to a point where I don't say stuff a lot of times. So I let a lot of shit slide. And people get content with that. They're real comfortable. But when I have to say something, I actually speak up. I'm rude. I'm wrong. I'm bogus. Like, that's why I say, take my yeses how you take my nose. Like, or just take my negative how you take my positive. If I'm letting a lot of shit slide, but the one thing I don't let slide, people act like it's the end of the fucking world. Like, yo, I give you good vibes all the time. I always am accepting of you and or whatever. But if I don't agree for one second, the world is over. People act like I'm just the worst guy in the world. Like, But I don't even give a fuck because I'm only going to be me. I let a lot of stuff ride, but I'm going to say yeah a lot of times, but it's going to be that one or two, three times where I may not, I can't say yeah. I, I don't feel like saying yeah. I don't feel like doing whatever the fuck you want me to do. Like, it's just a fact. Like, I could do a million things for a person. In the moment, I'll be like, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. Motherfucker be like, damn, no, you don't do nothing for me. Or you just this and that. Like, damn, I just did 101 things for you two hours ago. Not at the hundred and two thing, the hundred and second thing you asked me to do, I say no. It's I'm the bad guy. It's baffling to me. Like it's a, it's perplexing. Like damn, that's how you feel. Like, and really try to ridicule me about it. Like damn, like I just told you, yeah, a million times. 
Now you want to tell me that. And I say no, it's like, it's the end of the world. Like, I would just want a lot of people to accept my yeses. I didn't accept my no's. Like, take it how you take that. Like, take the good with the bad because it's most definitely more good than bad at this point. Like, I most definitely deal with a lot of shit and say yes to a lot of shit I don't even want to do. I give when I don't want to give. And I accept what I don't want to accept. You know what I'm saying? 80% of the time. But that other 20, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. I'm not going to say what you want me to say. I'm not going to say what you expect me to say. And if I get to talking most of the time, it's not going to really be uh, pretty for real. Like, it's going to be like, you know, if you force me, force my hand, it's going to be real gritty, real rude, real, you know, offensive, maybe. Probably. Most likely. I don't know. Especially if I'm angry. I don't know what the fuck, man. I may just boop out or something. But, um, yeah, but I feel like she was real inconsiderate, and today, like, you know, she's calling me, back to back to back to back to back, like, damn, you can't help me pay my phone bill, you can't do this, and what do you, like, damn, I said, you act like you the one out here having to drive, had to drive seven hours to get to Kentucky, you act like you're the one that had to, that happened to, you know what I'm saying, pay for a hotel every day. And or you know, so every two days or however, because I'm going to hotels. I come and I only let you book for two days at a time. So I have to basically rebook, rebook, rebook at a certain rate. And I'm trying to get the best deal on hotels, which is a good shout out to hotels.com, man. Go download the app at hotels, man. They got the best deals, and you gotta make you an account on there. Download the app, make an account, and um, I think every 10 stays you get like some type of special perk or something like that. I really don't use it because I'm not uh, in and out of hotels I do, but it's most definitely been helpful for me on this trip and saving, just shaving off a couple dollars, you know, and being able to just, you know, feel like I'm saving a couple money, a little bit of money, not a couple money, just a little bit. Um, but shout out to them, shout out to hotels.com. They, they really helped me out on this trip a little bit. But I'm like, you acting like, you're the one that's doing this. Are you helping me? Like, you at home, in your own house, in your own bed, living life comfortably. I'm out here on the road, spending all type of money. Like, you want me to be out here on the road, spending money, plus giving you money, supporting you. And say, basically, I feel like she wanted me to say, fuck what I need or what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to take care of. Worry about me first. And then I pay back later when... Whenever I could get a chance, like, damn, what about my goals? What about my aspiration? What about my business I need to take care of? I'm not a fucking that millionaire. Like, I don't have money like that to just be given away and then be like, damn, okay, I just gave it away. Like, I can wait till two weeks from later to get the money. When I know, it's like, damn, what about right now? I got stuff to do right now. I got business to take care of right now. I may need that money. Like, I may may have counted. Like, I, in my mind, it's like, damn, you could have thought maybe I counted that money to spend on something else tomorrow. Like, maybe I need it. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? My car, I might, I might fly the tire. Or I may need an oil change. Or, you know what I'm saying? Anything can happen while I'm down here to where I need my money. My car can get towed. And I need to pay t- the tow fee, which everybody knows if your car gets towed, it's a lot of money. Especially if you don't get it out the first day. Almost definitely be over three hundred dollars. The first day is one sixty off the dribble, ain't no way around it. So it's like little things like that people don't take into, you know, what I'm saying in their brain before they start getting mad when you tell them no about stuff. Like they don't take that into consideration. They just think that they they being selfish and think about their own needs over yours. And you know, I learned a lot. Like you can't please people. Like you can go broke pleasing people. Like because it's, it's gonna be a lot of people in life when you do a lot of. Like, when you're the type of person that give, people are going to take advantage of that. Like, they really uh, take advantage of your kind nature. Like, and I'm not going to lie, like, I'm not a saint. And I may have done it before, or, you know what I'm saying, took advantage of situations until it, it worked best for me. So I can't blame people, but at the end of the day, I don't like people doing it to me. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> like I I can see it, but, like, I'm not a chronic you know what I'm saying? I'm like that. That's not my profession. Like I don't do it. Like, you know, like I'm not just. I, I don't ask for it. I don't beg for it. I don't. And then if a person tell me no, and they going through something or taking care of something, I'm most definitely not gonna get mad. Like, I might not even ask a motherfucker. Hey, yo, um, for some money when I know that they going through, they they take care of some business or they out of town. If you out of town, why the fuck am I gonna ask you for some money? Especially when I know what you're out of town for. How you're moving out there, 
and what's going on. I'm not going to put you in that predicament. Like, I'm not even going to no. It's okay. Get yourself together. And then, shit, by the time you come back, I won't even need no money from you any fucking way. I don't even want to ask a motherfucker for a dollar. Period. Point blank plain. I don't even want to ask you for no money. Like, no. I already get my own money and spend my own cash. So, no, I don't owe nobody. And nobody can say, oh, well, I gave you this. So, now it's your turn to give me this. And, like, hold it one up. Like, yeah, I did this, so you got to do this. Like, that's really a no-go for me. And, um, yeah, I don't really rock like that. I really try to, you know, stay away from that type of stuff because people feel like you owe them once they do a little favor. Like, I could do a favor, but you don't owe me for it. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, remember I did this, so why can't you do this? No. Or, well, when I most need it, yeah, I need it now, but I did this for you with you. No, I don't really like that type of stuff. But, anyways, yeah, it was just like she, she really tried to, like, come for me today. Like, like, damn, sis, like, what about me? What about me? And, like, I had to tell her, like, I've got stuff to do. You can wait until some, I get some more money to come in. Like, I got more money coming in, so wait till that money come in. And once that money come in, then I can get you together if I decide to. Cause you already was acting funny, so now I'm reconsidering even doing it. Like I was gonna do it, but it's like, damn. Now you want to get an attitude and shit. You should have just asked and kept it cute. Because now you got ugly. It's like, shit. I'm not gonna. No. Now you're getting ugly with it and you know being real stanky dank with it. No, I'm not. Then that, that's when I'm gonna say no. And then I'm gonna have you out here phoneless. Even though, <laughs> I mean, like, and then you talk to a, a, you got a nigga, you got a boyfriend. Why this nigga can't pay your motherfucking phone bill? Like, if you got to come to your little brother for your phone bill, I mean, you can't even ask the nigga. <laughs> like, let's be real. If you can't even ask the nigga, like, the nigga won't even, the nigga can ask you for cash. You can get this nigga money. But you but you can't even ask this nigga. Ask the nigga for $40. Tell him go half with me. Shit, goddamn, save me some money. Like, God, the nigga can't even bless you with 40 30, 20, goddamn, on your phone, but shit finna go off. I know I'm not the only motherfucker that you know that you can ask for AI. Goddamn, that's that's the case, then hey. Sips tea on that, cause shit. That means you need to quit actually look at your motherfucking self in the mirror and have a realization and you know, just think about your life, reevaluate yourself, because at the end of the day, like I should not be the only person you can call. Like, if, if I'm having some money problems, I've got a couple people I can call. But I won't even call them. Like, if I'm in dire need, like, like I really needed that ass, I got one person I can call and they're going to give it to me every single time. And that's my dad. Like, I'm not even trying to cap. That's my dad. My dad will do whatever for me if I need it. Like, if I really, 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 really need it, he got me, no matter what. So, that's just that. And she can call him too, but she just... I don't know, but he probably don't give it to her. He probably will, but, you know what I'm saying? I don't never call him for money. Like, but I got, besides my father, like, I got a lot of people that, you know what I'm saying, I can extend my hand to, like, yo, bro, what up? Or, you know what I'm saying, shorty, hey, yo, you know what I mean? And they going to bless me, and because they, they are already done. I, it's like, you know what I mean, I don't even ever say, well, I did this, I did that. It's just because I done gave so much that people just be like, well, we're going to look out for you, bro, because of this and because of that. And not even because of that, just because you a real motherfucker, so we got you. You ain't gotta worry about nothing. And um, yeah, so and that was that situation. And then like, so she just kind of blooped out on me. And it was kind of crazy, like damn. So that situation was like a crazy situation. And then um, adding to that, and I'm gonna end this podcast. But and I'm gonna save the second half of the story. I'm gonna start it, but I'm gonna save it for the next podcast. But adding to that, you know, later in the day, um, I, I'm like kind of like in a semi relationship with one of our friends. I wouldn't say a relationship. I would say a situationship. <laughs> I don't know if that's how I should put it. I'm gonna put it like that: a situationship. And um. We not together, but we together. But my sister don't like me talking to this girl. Like, I think my sister got a thing for this girl a bit, but she don't like me talking to this girl. Like, she does everything in her power to, like, try to down me in this girl's eyes or, like, put a negative thought 
Like, on one token, on one hand, she can be like, do this, do that, go with it, you know what I mean? But then on the other hand, she can be like, nah, throw shade, throw hate, and put negative thoughts in her head to where the girl always fucking questioning me about something. I cannot be doing anything, but I'm getting questions because she talked to my sister, and she got some negativity, a negative thought thrown in her mind. Like, every time she says, I'm like, who the fuck have you been talking to? Because they put a whole negative vibe in your head. And it's just weird to me. And, um... Like, I must have asked myself. Like, I was trying to call a girl and or text her, and she wasn't responding at that point in time. I think she was working overtime, and she wasn't responding. I'm like, damn, why Shorty ain't answering the phone? But I'm on the phone with my sister, and, like, I wasn't talking to her, but I was just saying it out loud. Like, why she not texting back? My sister must have said who? And I said the girl name... And um, she like, boy, you know she not fucking with you no more. She got a new nigga, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. You know you did too much. And like, I'm like, what? She got a new nigga. What's his name? I don't know. You met him? She said, I, I, no. Why? I said, what? She said, say, what, you met the nigga? Like, did you or didn't you? Like, I don't care. I'm just curious. And that was a test question for me. Like... Because the girl has been telling me, like, like for over the last couple months, she's been telling me, like, little shade that my sister been throwing towards me on the low. But, you know what I'm saying, I never I never said anything to my sister that I know that she says these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm aware of the things she say. So I've just been keeping it in my toolbox, in my, in my lockbox, keeping the jewels in the, in, 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 in the jewel box. Like, I ain't been saying nothing. But I just been looking at her different lately. Like, damn, you really saying this about your brother? Like, you really playing both sides because you don't want me to be with this girl so bad? Like, you know she rock with me and I rock with her, but you don't want it to happen so bad to where you throwing shade to me for a, a friend. And I'm your brother. Like, I know y'all cool, but damn, I'm your brother. So at the end of the day, what I do, good, bad, or ugly, you, you rocking with me. Your loyalty should be with me. Like, I can, your loyalty with me, like, I'm not telling you not to tell me what I do, like, not to check me, but you check me. You don't go to the person I'm talking to and, you know what I'm saying, expose me. That ain't what you do. Like, I've never done that before to her. I always, if anybody that she talks to come to me, I'm giving them game on how they can better the situation, how they can act to change how she acts, you know, and the result they get from her. But I'll never be like, yeah, well, she doing this and doing that. Maybe you should do this and do, like, try to, you know what I'm saying? Give them advice on how to, you know what I'm saying, catch me or or get them negative thoughts where they questioning her or anything like that. I never did that. So it's just weird that she's doing it to me. But she's like, she got a new nigga. She not fuck with you. She doing too much. You been doing too much lately. da 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 And what I've been doing, that's another whole story for another podcast. But anyways, what's been going on with that like situation? That's another... That's just going to be, like, a uh, current relationship update <laughs> type shit. But, um, yeah. Um, she said that, right? And that was to, when she said it, it was weird to me because, like, you know what I'm saying? Me and Shorty kind of, like, been going through our ups and downs. And we've been not on the same page, but, like, I've been talking to her. Like, we must have gotten to it last week. We kind of, like... Like, like, we probably break up a lot <laughs> all the time, like, because of something she do or because of what I do. So we unblocking and unblocking each other. We kind of toxic a little bit, but, you know what I'm saying? We probably unblock each other and block each other a lot. Or, like, she probably break up with me more than I break up with her or stop talking to me more. But not all the time, but it's, like, periodically, like, you know, maybe probably, like, once a month we have a big fight or something like that. It'll probably go, like, a day or two. Not even a day. Like, we may break up for eight hours or stop be mad at each other for eight hours literally and then we probably right back to each together that night or the next morning literally so it's not like nothing major but just like little you know what i'm saying petty stuff it's always behind something my sister say it's always behind something she put in the air because you know what I'm saying her relationship is not the best so she is trying to make sure not ma- i don't know want to say make sure but you know what they say misery loves company so sometimes she just you know her and the girl, she don't, she hasn't had a perfect relationship uh, past. Like, the history hasn't always been good. So she has her own, fighting her own demons as well as me. Like, I haven't had the perfect, you know what I'm saying, 
history or rap sheet, nothing like that. So I, I'm, I fight my demons too with her. And uh, so we both go through our little skits and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? Our recent, you know, mild argument slash breakup, which it wasn't even it was serious, but it really wasn't. It was, most definitely was, but you know what I'm saying? We both two strong, independent people to where, and we actually like really do care about each other. So it's like we can fight through a lot of stuff, and it's not even that major. So it's like it's major, but it's not, and it's something that because we're not together in a relationship. So it's like I can see if we was like boyfriend girlfriend, then it would be like you know maybe she may. I mean I don't know. Maybe it'd have been way worse. It probably would have been, but we're not together. So it's like. You're not my girl. I'm not your man. So at the end of the day, whatever we do, yeah, we attach to each other, but it's not like we together. So it's like, damn, man, ain't we not together? So it's not. It don't hold as much weight as if we was in a relationship. So, but when she said, "Oh, she got a nigga with the with the woo," I'm like, what? Cause like, uh, like you know what I'm saying? We had a few, and like, like I actually let her go on a date. She hung, I'm going, like, she was that mad, like, you know what, I'm going to start dating now. Woo, 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 woo. I'm like, what? All right, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? You feel like that's what you need to do, go do that then. So I'm not going to stop you. That's not me. Like, I used to try to fight for it. Like, please, or not please, but you know I used to try to, I, I will force you not to, to leave. Like, I will put too much pressure on, not leave, don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. But now I'm like, just go then. If you want to go, go, bye. It's over with. I don't got time to play with you. I don't got time to play with nobody else's daughter. Nobody else, child. Like, if you wanna, you feel like this ain't where you wanna be, then go do it. At the end of the day, and I feel like she was only doing that to, cause she was mad at me, you know. So she, you know, I allow her to do what she wanted to do, and 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 then she came back the next day like, I can't do it. That's not, I don't got time to like that. The, these vibes ain't right. I don't, I don't got time to be out here doing this and doing that, but. After that, like, after the date, like, she went on a date, and then we was together after that. Like, we slept together, like, literally. And we ended up together. So it's like, I didn't even really care. Like, I was fucked up behind it. It's like, damn, I really got feelings for her. So it's like, damn, I don't want, I never want to do it, but I, I wasn't finna hold her back, you know what I'm saying, for experiencing something. And, and like, I'm gonna let you test the water. Go ahead. At this point, go ahead. Because I know she's not gonna find the same vibe. So it's like, okay, go do you. And, um, but anyways, after that day, like, I had, this was like, a, what, Friday, Saturday? And I had to leave Sunday, so I've been gone ever since Sunday. And, like, but we've been talking since I've been gone, literally. And, like, we, you know, basically buried the hatch a little bit, like, over this time we gone. Like, I had some time to clear my mind and get away from the toxic shit. And she had the time to really be by herself and think. Like, we got the space and time away from each other to really... You know what I'm saying? Reevaluate what we want and how can we best move forward. So we've been talking and every day. It's like we've been locked in. And once I get back, it's probably it's gonna go back to the regular schedule program of how we was and we're gonna just try to progress from there. But she don't know that. Cause I haven't told her. She the, the girl I haven't told her nothing like that. So she don't know. She was just basically saying that to spite me. It hurt my feelings. You know, try to take a, a stab a jab at me. Like, yeah, she will to hurt me. And I'm like, what? Like, you don't even know that. I mean, this girl talk every single day, all day. Like, go to sleep on the phone since I've been going on FaceTime, all that. So it's like, she don't know what the fuck she's talking about. She's just talking about the side of her neck. And, um, yeah, and I'm like, damn. I even told a girl, like, that's not your friend. Because if y'all friends, ain't no way no friends supposed to be ugly. I'm her brother. And then it's like, damn, you would expose my hand to a female, but you won't expose to your friend, but you want to expose your friend hand to me. And I'm your brother. You're supposed to be your brother's keeper at the end of the day. Like, ain't no, that that, that, that ain't right. I don't care how you cut it. I don't care what I did or what I didn't do. I mean, you're your brother's keeper. you supposed to have my back over anybody. If if I if I knew you talking to one of my guys and I ain't gonna, I got your back. I stopped talking to a nigga for you. Like, I cut a nigga off if I, if it get like that, I, if I got to tell you something about that nigga and then that nigga get mad, then fuck him. Shit. You my sister at the end of the day. And she don't feel that same way. And it's like, damn, okay, whatever. It's cool. Say less. You got it. And that's where I realized, like, when she said that, and this is after she's asking for the money, I said, you know what? I see where your loyalty lied. And I hung up the phone on her right away. 
Like, I see real loyalty lie, and I hung up the phone. And then I ended up, oh, girl, ended up calling me shortly after, and I'm like, I was kind of like from a questioner, but like, what's you with a nigga? Like, what's you? Because I let my sister put a bug in my ear. Like, but I didn't want to let it really affect me because, like, she always give me bad advice. Like, she even said, no, I can't. Like, now it's like me and my baby mama not, like, I can't really, like, I don't, like, can't, can't really talk to her like that. Like, because she still kind of sprung out. So it's like, I can't really deal with her on a certain type of level. Because she just, you know, she take, like, she take that as a, a opening for her to be with me. And she like, call, well, call your baby mama for some money. She come get you. I said, what? Why the fuck would I call my baby mama and ask her to, to give me some money to get out of bond? Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't you think my baby mama's causing enough problems in my life? Like, why would I call her to get anything from her? Like, see, now you're just trying to give me bad advice. And I'll never take advice from you again. Like, you're just trying to set me up for the okie doke. And that's when I knew she really wasn't for me. She just really, I don't know what she's trying to see my head at or test me, but she ain't trying to, she's not for my best interest. And I ended up talking to old girl, and I told her, like, and old girl was like, well, you do be fucking up, Jimmy. da 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 but I'm like, no matter what I did or what I don't do, like, I can, I will rather your friend say that, even though I don't rather her friend say that either because that's a whole other story, too. But, like, that's my sister, though. You're not supposed to be playing that side of the fence regardless for nobody else. I'm your little brother. Same mama, same daddy. You on my side of the fence. If you ain't on my side of the fence, you against me. You with me against me. And where are you at? Against me. And she's like, yeah, that's wrong. And even today, like, I was talking to the girl, and I'm like, I told the girl, like, that's not your friend. Because if it was, why would she expose your hand like that? Why would she tell me you got another nigga? Even though I already know what you're doing. Because you tell me everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you tell me. So it's like, it ain't like you hiding nothing. So I know what's going on. But she don't know that I know already. And she don't know what I know. Because she's like, the girl don't even tell her everything. Because they they don't, you know, I don't know why. I, I can't explain it, but... Me and old girl was like best friends before we actually started getting like deeper into like seriousness. Like we was actually cool. Like just used to got good conversation, good vibes, and you know we just love to talk to each other. Like we got endless conversation with each other. Like it never stops. It can go on and on and on and on. It can start from scratch and turn into an organic fucking pie or some shit. Organic cake. We can make it out of nothing. So that's why we really vibe with each other and rock out easily and we enjoy each other so like we enjoy talking to each other and just sitting there you know what i'm saying just chopping it up on just some just talking good vibe shit like great conversation maybe one day i can get her on here and we can like do one together and then y'all can just see the vibes and then y'all can try to y'all probably feel like okay well i see why they rock out with each other and shit like that but um yeah, no, and she told me, even she told me today, like, yeah, she said that because she was just trying to get to you. And I'm like, I already know she was trying to get to me. But why are you trying to get to me? Why are you trying to hurt me and step on me when I'm down? Which is, like, the most weirdest thing that a person could do. Like, you trying to hurt your own family. Like, I even made a post on Facebook. Like, it's the closest people, you know what I'm saying? If your family, the close friends, close friends and your family is the, the main people that are trying to really hurt you for real. like on the low though like they'd be the ones low-key hating on you like you know what I'm saying the ones envying you not with everybody but a lot of times it's the closest people to you, you know what I'm saying that's why they say um keep your enemies close but your friends closer you know because your friends is the ones that know you best your family is the ones that know you best they know your buttons they know your do's and your don'ts your wisdom you so they know how to trigger you and get a certain emotion out of you that you know that make they can, they know how to make you they know how to push your buttons basically so many fucking words it's like I say all type of shit but it's so many words they know how to push your buttons sips tea sips tea yeah but they know how to push your buttons and they know how to get to you and that's basically what she was doing and um, I knew it already so I really wasn't you know like surprised I want to like damn, why was she trying to do that? Because I already knew what she was doing. Like, I was three steps ahead, so it's like, you can't really hurt a person that already knows what you're doing and that already knows the situation. So if I already know what's going on, well, at least I got an idea. If I feel like I know, you can't hurt me with nothing. You know, like, you can't really hurt me. 
Like, I can be gone right now and go back. And what did she do got to do? Oh, yeah, she got another nigga with her. When I come back, like, we not together. I haven't been perfect. So she has a right to, you know, test her waters. But at the end of the day, once I come back, it's going to be like daddy's home. You know, everything is shut down. Like, you know what I mean? It, but she would tell me. She even tell me, like, it's not even worth it. Jimmy, what do, what do, what She lying? I don't know. She telling the truth? I don't know, for real. Like, and that's another that's another problem that I'm going to discuss in the podcast. I'm going to make one all about her. I may talk longer than this. I already talked for a very long time, just on this topic alone. But hers may be a little bit longer. Probably not. I probably try to talk faster and get it out the way. But, um, yeah. That was today. And then maybe in the next one, I'll continue off the ending of this one. Because it's all like one big story. Like, for the past... I say probably for like the past two years, it's like one big story. Well, this situation is recent. This is like today's news, literally. Like, this is today's... This is like this week's news, literally. Like, from Sunday to... What's today? Thursday morning? It's actually Thursday morning, 3.33 in the morning. I woke up and, you know, I just couldn't go back to sleep. So, um, I just feel like talking and I really don't, I didn't want to call anybody to talk. So, I come here and uh, eventually once I get a little more followers, then I'll be talking to my viewers. And they can give me input or y'all can give me input on, you know what I'm saying, what y'all think and what I should do next about certain situations that go on in my life. Kind of give me advice, you know, kind of help me out and, you know what I'm saying, go with me on my journey and my life and things like that but yeah this is my first time on anchor making a podcast i hope you enjoyed the uh mini story book uh chapter one in my life of podcasting and uh, you know what the fuck it is it's your boy jimmy b and it's get it off my chest if you like what you heard come back for the next one i'm out